journaling is so incredibly powerful and I will for till I die I will just talk about journaling because it is such a great way to put down what's heavy whatever is like bringing you down or a great way to release what's making you feel good so we get so stuck on venting about things that make us sad but you can vent about your joy just as much as you can vent about what's wrong and I write every single day and I don't know what the heck is going to come out it's just like so achingly soft but like chaotically unsure at the same time but it makes you feel so much good when you explore your thoughts and you're like oh this is why I'm feeling this way like and you're getting it out it is such a powerful thing to say what you're afraid of out loud because then you're facing that fear and you're like wow like this doesn't have control over me Welcome to Let's Thrive the Podcast, a place for holistic storytelling with none of the BS and a whole lot of fun. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and my mission is to interview guests that inspire, educate, and empower you to live your best life. In these stories, you'll see a part of your own journey reflected in theirs and learn to grow from it. And with that said, let's thrive. Welcome back to the Let's Thrive podcast. I'm your host, Emily Feichels, and this is the first official episode of my Real Talk mini episode series. Now, there was some confusion on my part when scheduling and recording, and so the next mini episode, you'll probably hear a very similar intro saying it's the first one, but alas, here we are. My bad. (laughs) Now, something you hear me say all the time is that this podcast is meant to inspire, educate, and empower you, which is what I love about the powerhouse guests that we feature every Wednesday. Sometimes, though, we just need a good laugh or some quick advice. And sometimes we just want a quick podcast that feels more like a coffee date with friends than an interview. And so I love doing both. I love going real deep in an interview with someone and having it be long form and just asking all those questions we're all wondering. And then I love having that person, you know, or a friend or a comrade on the podcast to just talk about whatever's on our mind. You know, just kind of think of it as a universal journaling activity where we're journaling our thoughts out loud to each other and you guys can too, if that makes sense. (laughs) So I decided to start these for every Monday, every other Monday, Who knows? I don't really have a schedule for this. I don't know how long I'll keep it up. You know, I'm doing this right now because I have lots of time during this isolation period. And it also just all depends on how you guys react to them. If there's a lot of downloads, if I see that you guys are really liking these, enjoying them, sharing them, then definitely I would want to, you know, keep going. But if they're not, you know, living up to the expectation, if they're taking too much time, energy, then they'll become more of a sporadic thing. Who knows? Let's just go with the flow, eh? So for now, I'm just happy to introduce today's guest, my dear friend Nikki of It's Nicolette Marie. Now her official episode, the interview style, will be out in about two weeks from this one. So this will give you kind of a sneak peek into what she's like before the real deal. And you get inside scoop on our friendship. (laughs) This convo is fun, light, and just meant to bring some joy into your day. When we recorded this, I was actually having such a bad day, anxiety through the roof, I was frustrated, my stomach was upset, and yeah, lots of low energy. But then, we started talking, and I left this little conversation feeling so high vibe and ready to tackle my day, so hopefully this helps you in the same way, or at least brings a smile to your face. It is quite the fun one, as we discuss a 
previous travel trip of ours where we really dive into the magic of California, why we both love it so much, our emotions when Expo West got cancelled, which some of you will probably know what I'm talking about, some might not, that's okay. Um, we, tr- we discuss some of the travel problems that I faced and Nikki gives advice on how to handle them. We discuss spontaneous tattoos and when we got ours together while in California and just, you know, living life with intention when you do have these special moments. So that's more as a fun, just catch up side of things. And then we do wrap up the discussion with the current state of overwhelm in the midst of this virus isolation chaos. We don't discuss the virus itself, so don't worry. It's not going to be, you know, like Debbie Downer or us complaining. We just talk about the we just talk about how to get through this time for anyone with anxiety or a passive disordered eating or any empath that's feeling all these emotions, seeing all these workouts, all these food guidelines, all this overwhelm of information and content being thrown at you. So we just kind of walk you through that process. Think of it once more as kind of like a journaling, you know, journaling prompt, but it's audio. So yay for that. And we really hope you enjoy this and just please share it, tag us, connect with us. Nikki and I are the conversation queens. We will chat with any one of you that connect with us. We really value connection and community. And so we want to hear your thoughts on this episode. And let me know if you like this format, if you want more. That's the type of feedback I really need right now. So find us on Instagram. Nikki is at it's underscore Nicolette Marie and I'm at Emily Feichels. And at Let's Thrive the Podcast, everything is linked below as always. So without further ado, let's begin. Let's rewind a bit and let's just explain to everyone how we first met in person, this epic showdown that happened in California before the world kind of got topsy-turvy. So let's just kind of hear from your end of the spectrum, like going into California, you know, what did you kind of want to get from the trip? What were you expecting? Let's just set the scene. (laughs) So went to California with the complete intention of going to Expo, meeting people, connecting with brands, like thought it was going to be this great time. I was going with my boyfriend and I knew I wasn't going to be going to Expo like every day. And it was really important to me because me and my boyfriend used to travel together a lot. And then we just like completely stopped for like, I don't know, a couple of years just because like nothing ever worked out. So it was a time for me to actually just like get away and have that vacation because I don't get that anymore. Um, But then it was also a way to connect with people and brands and just like bring that because every single time I'm in California, I feel so myself and alive and it just like brings this vibe out of me that like I wish I could have all the time it's just like where I live right now I don't love um so it's like hard like that part of me is like feels kind of like sheltered and like shadowed and when I'm in California I'm just like feel like I am shining so I was super excited and I was just ready for anything no plans nothing because California makes me want to be spontaneous so that is exactly what I went into it like I'm not going to hold back if an opportunity presents itself I'm going to go if somebody invites me somewhere I'm going to go and it was just unbelievable I love that and so going in well first off I'll agree with you immensely where going to California for me it was all about expo but I mean, I love Expo, but really it was just about meeting people because I love that connection and being in the Sunshine State. Or no, California is not the Sunshine State, is it? I don't know. I think so. Probably not. That might be Florida. Who knows? Anyway, I was excited to be there. And at the same time, though, you know, it did feel like for me it was going to be an escape of sorts because 
similar to you, you know, I'm very grateful. I have a home to live in and a family that still, you know, puts up with me enough to let me live here. <laughs> no, but, um, a lot of times, so like you said, it can feel like a part of yourself is being shadowed. And before we started recording, actually, I was talking to you about how these past few days in quarantine, um, I've been feeling a lot of resentment just because I feel like so many parts of myself can't be fully expressed here in my small town, you know, with my family and friends that just don't always understand the evolution process I've gone through and where I'm at right now. So I totally feel you. I went into California kind of looking at it as a mini escape, a way to connect with like-minded individuals and just have like a blast. So we're both on our way there. <laughs> well, we're both about to be on our way there and Expo gets canceled. So let's just explain like what were some emotions you were feeling when you found out it was canceled? You know what? As <laughs> like crazy as this sounds like, yes, I was going to California for Expo. That was the reason. I was actually relieved <laughs> that it got canceled because I could just be. And for the first time, it was like, I, I felt like before the trip, I had like all these plans piling up and like, where, where was I committing myself to? What was I going to do? And, you know, my life at home is planned. It's always planned. I always have something to do. And so when it got canceled, I was like, wow, like I can just have like six days dedicated to doing whatever. And that lit me up. So I wasn't, yeah, it's a bummer. And because you don't get to meet as many people and you don't get to see like the people who you've been wanting to meet, like your friends on Instagram for the longest time, but it was still like, there was ways to meet up with people. There was so much else you could do now, so much adventure to be had. And I think it really just like lit me up and was like, oh my God, this is like true freedom. Oh, I love that. I was I was kind of in the middle of the spectrum where part of me had been expecting this type of thing to happen. I just had a feeling it was going to. Uh, so I wasn't, I guess, that, you know, I was, I was kind of surprised still though. And for me, I'm still such uh, like, I love control and I'm trying to let go of that. Mm -hmm. But I'm very, like, I've always been that way. I remember as a kid, I'd help my mom like host parties and events and stuff and like for our family. And I would always like, even as a little girl, I'd like try to make a list of like who was cut, like all the details and her like key line she would always t tell me is like, we're just winging it. Like, let's just go, let's just do it. And that gave me such anxiety even as a child. So you can imagine <laughs> I'm on my way to California and suddenly like all my plans are wiped out from underneath me. I got so much anxiety. But also because like, I didn't really have a place to stay. <laughs> like the Airbnb I was going to be at with my other friends, they, they said like we could keep it, but I'm like, no, I'm not having you guys pay so I can stay there. We'll figure it out. So going into it, I, I really saw like the downfall of Expo as, you know, I guess I was kind of, I don't know. I was kind of lost in this idea of, you know, I needed to control and the plans and everything. So Going into it, I was definitely on like an entirely different emotional field than you, but we then met, well, as soon as I got in California, I was like happy again. So, and then we met <laughs> and talking with you, like, I don't know, it was such a reassurance that things will be okay. You know, like I've got a friend here, I've got multiple friends here and 
the way you were so like casual and relaxed and just like, I don't know what I'm going to do, but we'll make it work. I, I kind of developed that too. And I was like, okay, like, yeah, yeah. Nikki's right. I remember texting before and we're like, oh my God. And we were just like, let's, let's still go. Like, I know so many people are canceling, but like, let's go. And I think that's really important. I think it's cool to be able to let go of that control sometimes. And I'm so happy that you were able to do that too, because we met and we got to have this great time together, you know? I know. I think we, what, we met on Abbott Kinney for the first time. We met at the event. Oh, that's right. (laughs) Whoops. Yeah. So the night we arrived, we went to what, Rachel Mansfield's. Yeah. Just the Good Eats event. That was fun. We actually saw quite a few, like, I, I don't know. I wouldn't call them influencers, but they kind of are, but content creators like Sophie Jaffe and Olivia Nosita and who else was there? Um, um Courtney Swan yeah biology and there and then there was you know just playing like us and other people and it was such a like fun way to I don't know I think kind of start the trip you know right. like really set us in like a good mood and we got freebie bags too yeah I think it was really cool that we ended up going because like expo was canceled and that is a great way to like you know meet and hang out with like people who are so interested and like-minded in the same stuff you are so it was really cool to just like go there and just like feel like this these are my people and then I got to meet you and I was like oh I feel like I've known you my whole life like you know I know it was so then for our second meeting was when we were just like chilling in Erewhon eating pints of um uh, coconut call ice cream (laughs) Oh my God, throwing it back. It was so good. It was very good. I know. I actually went to order some um, yesterday and they're currently out because they're trying to fulfill like the big orders for stores. So I'm very sad. But once they're back in stock, I'm ordering some because I think we could all deserve some coconut call ice cream right now. (laughs) I totally agree. If it could be ordered, I would order like all of that in a heartbeat. It was so good. I know. It was especially good. So Um, But besides that, like, what were some things that you wound up doing while in California that you just really enjoyed, really loved? Like, let's give people an idea of what there is to do, what California has to offer. Oh my gosh. Okay. So like every morning I just like woke up like whenever and I would go on like a little morning walk because my boyfriend like doesn't love morning walks. So I would go on a little one and then he would get up and then we would go get matcha from Chacha Matcha and then we'd go walk on the beach and it was like so lovely. Like I'm not kidding you. It's just such a calm time in the morning before anybody else is out there. It's like such a different and uplifting and like feeling. I can't even describe because I don't have like that access. Like I don't have water around me that I could just go walk by. And I feel like I was like born to live by the ocean. Yeah, same. <laughs> so it was like so calming and peaceful. And we could just talk for hours and then we like would walk back and go and there's so many options for like good breakfast places. So we would go find some breakfast, have like another latte or whatever. And then the day was just like ours to do whatever. We'd just go shopping or we'd go hiking. Or one day we just drove to Malibu because we're like, I heard PCAs in Malibu. And so Zoe 101, got to go check that out. So we just drove to Malibu one day. And there's just so, there's so many things to do, which is crazy. Cause like where I'm from, like, <laughs> there's like nothing to do. So it's like crazy that you can go to Hollywood or you can go to Venice or you can go to literally anywhere and just have this great time exploring, you know? Oh, I totally agree. That's what I love about California is that, I mean, depending on where you're at, but where we are at, there's definitely always something to do, explore, you know, see. And I think that definitely helped me calm down once I got there because 
you know, I realized I'm not in the middle of nowhere. I don't yeah. need these plans. I can just go out and stroll Abbot Kinney and, you know, bump into somebody I know or go into a store. Like there's just so much to do. And another thing I did want to touch on, because I think this is something that a lot of people face when they travel, when they try to take a vacation or anything is the idea of like letting go of your, your work. So taking that time to be separate from what you're, you know, kind of leaving behind. You're going on this vacation, this trip to hopefully relax, rejuvenate, whatever it be. And I struggle with that. I struggled with it on the California trip. So, you know, how did you kind of shift your mindset to be okay with not doing the work and just being and living? Cause you did it well. <laughs> I think I just went into the mindset like, okay, now expo is canceled. Now, like, yeah, things aren't working out and yeah, there's stuff to do. There's always going to be stuff to do, but when am I ever going to get this chance to just like be right now and like not have to worry about these commitments and like, cause it was planned. I had planned the time off. So it was like, just cause expo was canceled doesn't mean I still can't have that time to just relax and be, I don't have time with my boyfriend all the time. Like other people do. Cause we're both very busy and have like different schedules. So we kind of just were like, let's enjoy each other. Like right now, like a lot of times I wasn't even touching my phone and I was like, how freeing that is. I think we all need a break and a step back from your phone and like Instagram from time to time. And I just think the biggest thing for me was just remembering that this is a very temporary short amount of time and work will always be there. And I am not work and my productivity isn't my worth. And I just need to be okay with just relaxing and not doing work and not worrying about getting a call in. You know what I mean? Oh, I totally know what you mean. And looking back now, I actually have like a lot of, you know, not a lot, but I do have regret because I kind of still clung to that idea of I have to like make up for the work I do while I miss. And, you know, then I came back home and like five days later was when this all started, the, you know, shutdowns and being isolated at home. And I'm just like, oh, what I would give to go back and just spend my days a bit more, you know, relaxed and in the moment instead of, you know, do work for, you know, these hours in the morning or these hours in the afternoon, then head out and do something fun. Like, I just wish I would have lived it up a bit more. So that's something that like, once this is all said and done and I can travel again, I'm promising myself that vacations are vacations. Trips are meant for learning the experience stuff. Like if there's a little bit of work I want to do fine, but I'm not like I'm leaving, I'm separating the two worlds, you know, like world home life and travel life (laughs) from here on out, because it is true. Like you never know what's going to happen. Life is uncertain. So like you should enjoy those times just fully as fully as you can at least. You know what? And what we do, we're pretty much tied down all the time. We always have a phone call. We always have content to create. We always have something. There's always something always. That's how we, you know, that's what we do. And it's just so important to be able to give yourself that space sometimes because you're going to burn out if you're constantly like on go and like whatnot. So I think it's just super important to give yourself that like space and grace to know that like, I'm going to have all this to come back to like, but right now this is for me, this is my time to just like come back inspired and like wanting to do more and wanting to create more and wanting to create better and using all that energy that you got from California with you. Cause I went last year at expo. I think I was on a high for like months. I was just like constantly like going like, Oh my God, like there's just, I was just so endlessly inspired. And it's because I like 
let myself feel and live in the moment. And like, there was one day I was like, I just want to go get a tattoo. So we went and got a tattoo. And then my boyfriend wanted one. So we went back. And then while he was getting that other one, I was like, oh, I want another one. So like two tattoos in two days. And I'm like, oh, well, that wasn't planned, but that's cool because that's life. And that's what we wanted to do. And that's what we like. And it was just like such a cool feeling that, and that's how I love to express myself. And I'm still riding the high from it. No, I feel you. And it's funny, as you were saying that, you know, that feeling that you get during these times and in those places. It's funny because I remember that day when you guys were, or we had mentioned, you know, you had mentioned something about getting a tattoo the night before. And that day I had done a lot in the morning. And then in the afternoon, I was just kind of tired. So I was working um, at my Airbnb. And all of a sudden, I just got that surge of like, what am I doing? I need to be out experiencing things. Like, I just got that crazy surge of like, I want to do something right now. Like, I want to do so-, so I went down to Abbott Kinney and then I think I, I started texting you and anyway, so we went and after walking around for a bit, got a tattoo. I got a tattoo at the place you guys went and it was just so fun. Like we were on the way there just chatting and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get a tattoo. Like, fuck it. You know, like I'm in California, I'm going to do it. And we got there and <laughs> I was like, I asking, literally feel you glowing from the backseat, just like with excitement of like, what's to come. Yeah. No, I was so, I was so into it. I was just like, let's do this. And then I had, I had your, I had your guidance, I suppose I should say. <laughs> I didn't know like what, you know, like what I, where I wanted the tattoo, what I kind of wanted the idea of it to be. And you're just, I think of you so much with your tattoos. Like you're just such a epitome of like how to wear tattoos beautifully and gracefully, like in my mind. And so it was so fun to have you there with me (laughs) and to have you um, inspire me to just go out and do that fun thing. And it's one, like, I just love it. Every time I see that tattoo, I think of like how much fun it was to get it and have you place it on my arm. (laughs) (laughs) That's really beautiful. Thank you for saying that to me. But like, yeah, seriously, that was literally the best. He was just like handed me the tape with your tattoo. He's like, here, you do it. And I'm like, good. This is my job now. Good placement. Yeah. No, it all worked out. I think it looks really good. Perfect spot. I love it. I know. I'm still, I need to like get a picture and actually post it on Instagram, but I'm trying to figure out how to like pose with my arm that way. So it looks natural without being too posed, but I'll figure it out. Uh, But yeah, so that trip was just like a whole lot of fun. And like you said, coming home from it, I definitely felt myself like riding a high for, I actually think I just crashed. So we're recording this on day three of my crash where I like hit my point, my peak. And I woke up the next morning and I was like, holy hell. Um, I've just been going for like the past three weeks and I'm currently on the recovery route. But, um, yeah, that it's truly special. Like if you can get somewhere and feel that type of way. I know. And I think that's really such a calling, like the way we felt there, like that's something you don't just like let go of like you know you hold on to that feeling because like you know you never know maybe we are meant to be there one day just living and if that if that's where I'm going to be endlessly inspired and feel my most myself like that's where you want to be and I feel like a lot of people kind of like shove that under the rug because they're like well I should do this and I have job security here and blah 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 and it's like no if you feel alive somewhere you go yeah and like nothing is forever nothing has to be forever you could plan to go out there for I mean hell even like the way apartment turnover and everything is so fast paced out like it can be so fast paced out there at points like you could get an apartment for like three months if that's all you want to go out for or a place to stay not necessarily an 
apartment. But um, right. like, there's just so many ways you can make it. Like, if there's any state that you can make it happen, and it's definitely California. But yeah. um, I mean, like, no matter where you feel that pulling, that calling, yeah. you know, like you can make it happen, and it doesn't have to be like a huge life change. It can be like a small, let's do this for six months, or you know, just test test the waters find your options and do what feels right. But yeah, like definitely follow that like intuition, that pull. Totally. Like I'm such a believer and like you are always going to feel so like restlessly unsettled, whether it's on the outside or the inside, if you don't just like follow that urge and you want to, you know, you want, like you said, you want to test the waters. If it doesn't work out, what's the worst that happens? You go home. Uh-huh. You always yeah. have to come back to, you know? So it's like, if one place doesn't work out, that doesn't mean somewhere else won't. It's like, we have this whole life to just like experiment and it's really cool. And it's a really beautiful thing. And I really, really encourage people to like make those little leaps of faith. Definitely. And like you said, there's just, I don't know, you know, unless it's like the question I always ask myself, what's the worst that could happen if I try this, you know, <laughs> with, publishing the podcast with doing like any of these things that have brought me fear it's kind of like lean into that fear a little bit as long as whatever you're about to do doesn't kill you like there's no harm in trying like at least give it a go you know yeah I totally agree yeah well and so as our like final wrap-up of this kind of mini Q&A episode we did want to touch on the fact that obviously we're living in turmoil of times everything is in an upheaval but you know it doesn't have to be all bad so something that you and I have both been seeing on Instagram and something I myself have actually been struggling with and we were discussing this a bit is just you know almost the influx of information and sources and products and programs and everything you know that's coming at us right now because you know of the time we're in so you know, what have you been seeing? What have you been feeling on that realm of, you know, whether it comes to eating disorder recovery or exercise or just social media in general? Like, how have you been handling it, you know, having people respond? Right. I think that I, if I was still deep in my trenches, I would be so overwhelmed and just crawling out of my skin with like the amount of workouts and tips and what not and I I feel it I genuinely like feel it in my bones for these people who are like messaging me like about falling back into old patterns and it makes me really sad and it's just like I think really what's important for anybody struggling right now is to limit their time on social media if workouts are stressing you out then just mute the stories or people for right now doesn't mean forever if they're like a genuine inspiration to you just for right now. It's okay. I think it's really great that there's a lot of people who can use this time to be super productive. And that's very good for you, but not everybody is feeling that way right now. Some people are very much affected and handle things differently. And some people genuinely just need to hang out and do Netflix or whatever else they need to do. And it's always not about learning Spanish or doing all these webinars and like coming out looking like JLo, like I've seen so many times, like that's not Like, that's not what's important. I think what's important is getting honest with yourself, what you need, and really, really limiting the noise around how you need to be right now because we're all so different and we all need different things. So for anybody, like, if you're having those challenging thoughts, one, I would just 
ask you to ask yourself, how much time are you spending on social media? What else could you be doing? And just realizing that this is such a temporary situation. I feel like whenever we're in the thick of things, it feels like it's never going to end and you just like see no way out. But this is so temporary and your like routine and life is going to be waiting for you when this is over, or you're going to build the new routine that you love. And you're going to be like, wow, like life is so much more than what I limited to it before, you know? Yeah. And I mean, if anything, just have this be a time of exploration, you know, of exploring what do I need right now? What's working for me? What's not working for me? And just choosing, like I did a post this morning about it, the morning that we're recording, about how it's like, we might not have control in this situation and it might feel all uncertain. And that can actually be, I feel, a big trigger for people. It's, we can't control what's going on. So for me, that's been like little old thoughts that I thought had gone away, but, you know, creeping back in of, you know, you want to be able to control these triggers, you know, of past eating disorder stuff. And, you know, although we can't control that situation, we can control how we react and we can choose to do, you know, something every day, or we can choose to do nothing every day. And like, that's your choice. That's your control. Like you choose what feels good to you. And so I totally agree on the thing about like limiting social media and also like connecting with people that you do you can have honest conversations with like this chat today is just as much for me and you as it is for the people listening, because I came in, like I was having such a off morning and just coming into this and talking through this stuff with you. It's like so important and it helps so much. So that's like another thing I really advise people to try to do. Oh my God. Totally reaching out to people who you can talk to. I just feel like there's, you know, we like, if you're home alone right now, you just feel so lonely. And as soon as you start sharing and putting your feelings out there, you're like, oh my God, I'm not lonely at all. Like all these other people know what I'm going through. And it's a really beautiful thing that we can heal together. No, definitely. Yeah. And building that connection, that community during this time is, I don't know. I think it's like one of the biggest lessons this entire thing will teach us too. Like when we come out of it, people will really see, you know, like, why these relationships matter and how to nurture them better, like going forward, you know, like instead of prioritizing our work all the time, maybe we prioritize a bit more friend time or family time because it's really making us see things differently too, I think. Oh, I think so too. And like, like you said before, I think this is a really perfect time to be curious and not criticizing yourself. You know, like if you're thinking of past old habits, get curious with it. Don't be hard on yourself for them coming back, but just be like, why am I feeling this way? And kind of go about it this way instead of being like, oh, I'm failing at this. Like you're not failing at anything. You're not lost. You're just on your way to something different. Yes, yes, yes. And I, that actually is so funny, just relates to me so much this morning where I've just been feeling this like overwhelming, almost like anger the last two days. And it's not at the situation or people it's just like random. Like I look at my dad and I'm like mad. (laughs) Look at my brother mad. Look at my dog mad. Like it's just this anger. And I started journaling this morning and I just kept kind of doing like a prompt of, you know, I'm feeling blank. This is why I'm feeling blank. This is why. And I did that like three times with these different emotions I was feeling. And then finally, like I just had this like surge of almost like unleashed emotion, you know, and I just wrote in like all capitals, like, I feel like a fucking failure sometimes. And I was like, whoa, like that's so powerful. Like if you have a thought like that, that's sitting deep within your subconscious or something, like of course that's going to have you feel a certain way or go back to certain habits or, you know, old thoughts. And like the moment it gets out though, like it's out, like 
you choose how to move forward from there. And so I read that statement again and I just analyzed like, why do I feel that way? Like what's causing those thoughts to come up? And then I did journaling like on the positive note of like, why I'm not a fucking failure. (laughs) You know, like why, you know, I think that thought came up and why it's so good that I released it. So definitely recommend like try to work through it like that, like piece by piece. You can uncover, you know, why you need to control your food or your exercise or your body by doing a similar journaling thing like that. Journaling is so incredibly powerful. And I will, for till I die, I will just talk about journaling because it is such a great way to put down what's heavy, whatever is like bringing you down or a great way to release what's making you feel good. So we get so stuck on venting about things that make us sad, but you can vent about your joy just as much as you can vent about what's wrong. And I write every single day and I don't know what the heck is going to come out. It's just like so achingly soft, but like chaotically unsure at the same time, but it makes you feel so much good when you explore your thoughts and you're like, oh, this is why I'm feeling this way. Like, and you're getting it out. It is such a powerful thing to say what you're afraid of out loud. Cause then you're facing that fear and you're like, wow, like this doesn't have control over me. Oh, a hundred percent. Like shame can't live when you speak aloud. It just, so true that that is like, if there's any, another thing, avoid social media if you need to build community and connection and journal let that shit out just like let it go work on to something new so is there any other you know sort of questions or prompts you'd maybe urge someone to think about journal about do during this time you know maybe it's something that's helped you or something that you've kind of seen with your audience that they might need um a couple things that i feel like have been really powerful for me i know this is like super like cliche and everybody does this but i've been really making it a to think of things that I'm grateful for because there's so much unknown that I'm like, well, this is what I do know. I do know that I'm grateful for my house. I do know that I'm grateful for my bed. I'm grateful for my job. That always makes me feel really uplifted. And it just like reminds me that it reminds me of what enough is. There's so many things in life where we're just like, I'm not this enough. I'm not enough. But then when you realize you're like, wow, this like my life right now is enough. And I'm very, very fortunate, even though like, you know, there's so much worse going on. So I think really just really reflecting on what you're grateful for is super positive and important. And I would also like use this time to think of some mantras and words to do, that you like positive words about yourself. Like today, this morning, I know that I want to embody today that I am at peace and that I'm patient and that kind of thing. You know what I mean? So I would just pick a couple words each day that you want to embody and kind of just like with everything you do, let that shine through. Oh, I love that so much. Kind of like, so we talked in our other episode that's coming out either before or after this one um, about, you know, like the power of intention and how intentional living can be so amazing uh, for all of us. And I love that because that's kind of like an intentional routine, you know, not even routine you can set into place though, of if you're saying, you know, I am this, I am that, you know, I am a good friend. I am at peace today. I am loving today that's like a way you're setting yourself up to live with intention. I mean, you know, trying to hold yourself accountable of this is how I want to present myself to the world today too. And there's something about that when you just keep repeating it to yourself that you will do it. Like there's times like how you say you look at your dad and you're like, I'm mad at you. And like, I do that too with my family. But then like, I'm like, when I 
before I go to sleep, I kind of always reflect on my day. I'm like, what did I do that I liked today? What did I do that I didn't, didn't like? Like, was that my highest self showing up? And I really take that time. And that's why this morning for me in particular was, I was like, I'm at peace. I'm patient. So like when I do see my dad or whoever today, I just kind of go back in my head and just know that he's feeling things too and that I don't need to take it out on him. Oh, I love that. I I need to do that. (laughs) Um, But yeah, that is like so true. It just like little reminders you need. I mean, we've all seen the, you know, you put a sticky note on your mirror and I love that idea too. Or I have them like on my office walls too, just to remind me to keep my, you know, self in check. But um, also like kind of having those like sticky notes in your mind of, you know, it can be hard to completely rewire, you know, your mindset in the heat of a moment when you're upset or angry or frustrated. But if you have like a quick phrase you can pull out of like, I am at peace, I am at peace, like, and just kind of repeat it a few times, like, it's pretty much the equivalent of seeing a quick sticky note with a, you know, little message on it. So everyone try that. I will too. I'll put some suggestions in the show notes too of sticky notes for the mind. Love that. <laughs> I love it. But well, it has been such a pleasure to chat with you and do this quick um, mini episode series of Real Talk. I've got to kind of get a good name jingle down for it, Um, but it's been so fun and I'm excited for everyone to hear your other episode too, where we really deep dive into all the fun stuff. Thank you so much for having me.